All right, everybody, welcome back to Swagelock Southeast Texas Talks. I'm one of your hosts, Buster Caballero, along with my other co-host, Logan Boatwright. We are a show all about the industry, different advancements, innovation. Basically, this is a show for you, and we got a good one today for you. Logan, how you doing, bud? Doing great, man. Doing great. Another, another sunny day where we're stuck inside. I know, I know. Well, actually, I was outside a little earlier, and let me tell you, it's hot out there. It is hot. So Just keep the rain off. Keep keep the steaming down to the minimum. I will take that. I will take that. So, what do we have on the show today, Logan? What we got special guests today. These two guys are amazing, right? Yeah, we we have two special guests today, and you're looking at them on the screen right now. So today it's just it's just you and me, Buster. It's just you and me, and and we're going to talk about uh, really just some some things that we see going on and in the industry with our customers and with our own company. I mean, as, as we know, you know, this, this pandemic has is, is been a catalyst for doing things differently. Right. So, you know, I mean, with, without question, everything that we're doing now is not what we thought we would be doing at the beginning of 2020 or at the end of 2019, or even, even when it all started, you know, back in early March. And, um, you know, what it's done, at least from what we've seen and what we've talked about, is it's caused us and our customers and really, you know, the entire industry to just work differently, right? That's right. So we have some of our customers doing, you know, different shifts or different A and B schedules or, or different teams that come in on different days. It's really just a completely different dynamic. Yeah, you you never really know, uh, and I, and I know, like, myself you you're at some facilities some facilities you can't go into it, and it that always changes too so where we may go in and people are there and next thing we know well they're not going to be here for another week or two because now they're doing 14 and 14 or 7 and 14 or however they're working these schedules are or you have team a b and c or red white and blue it's 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 really always changing so yeah well, i mean on a on a daily basis and you know back things started to look good for a little while and then we kind of took a couple steps back but that that's really what we're here to talk about today buster is just you know how things are changed how how our customers are doing different or business differently how we're doing business differently and just how everybody's having to learn to adapt and overcome which is what this episode is about Right. And the one thing that hasn't changed is that our customers are still coming to us for these high quality fluid management components. They're still coming to us for services such as our hose advisory, uh, our gas leak detection, uh, our training. They're still coming to us needing these items. Uh, they're still needing us out in the field. And while their time, their ways have maybe changed, ours are having to adapt to their schedule, their processes our processes, but we're still having to get this job done. And yep. I, that's, that's the big base of this show. We're still getting work done. So let's, right. let's have like a lunchtime conversation. How are things <laughs> going for you? So, you know, what's the first topic we should we touch on? You think? Well, I mean, it's, it's something that we're, we're essentially doing right now, Buster, it's the virtual meetings, yeah. um, virtual meetings and, 
we, we started this podcast, right, as a way to, to reach our customers and share some, some relevant topics that we think are relevant. We've gotten some feedback from customers and, and shared some things that, that they think are relevant. So, um, I mean, that, that's one thing we've done, and a lot of other companies have done similar things. But we, if you're watching, we hope you enjoy what we're doing here, and we hope that it's a little bit different and that it, it maybe can help you out in some way. Um, but another thing that we've done, and again, a little bit differently are our luncheon learns. Buster, do you want do you want to talk about that a little yeah. bit? Um, so that that's that's one of the biggest things that we have done and, and it's been pretty amazing when it happens. Uh you know, we're having to adapt and overcome if that would actually be the theme of this whole show, adapt and overcome. So uh I was working on a pretty big project. They actually had taken a facility from one location in another state up north. They brought it down to our area. They're having to rebuild the whole thing. This meant that you had people from the old facility were moving down here. You had people uh, at the current facility working on roles. All these guys were really coming together. Now, this was a pilot plant. And you, you understand that there's a lot of instrumentation on there. This is a scaled down version. They're using probably half inch tubing, things like that. So we had to kind of educate everybody on all the swage lock components that were at this facility because some guys weren't used to using the actuated ball valve. Some guys weren't used to using the regulators, the tube fittings, how to go about when they're getting ready to uh, pressure test everything, what's going on. And so this was right at the start of this. And I said, well, guys, let's just do a virtual lunch and learn. Let's go over some very key points for this whole project. And we had on might have been about 10 people. Uh, this was, we had the electricians on, we had the instrument guys, we had the analyzer guys, we had the, the mechanical guys. We, we basically had, to, we, and we also had some of the people from the lab who were going to take what they were making and analyze it on. And we went through and we started at the basics. Guys, this is how a tube fitting works. This is, you know, all the parts. Next thing we did, we went to the ball valves and said, guys, these are the ball valves that are at your facility. Here's what you need to know about each one. Here's our 40 series. Here's the 80 series. Here's why they're different. Here's how that. Here's how the actuated ball valves work with the solenoids, with the actuators, all those together. And, and we spent about an hour, and it was really nice because they were able to ask questions during that time. And, and notice I did, I was very conscious about saying they asked questions instead of saying ask because I don't want uh, my Cajun roots to show. <laughs> I'm proud of you, buddy. Uh, thank you. Uh, and it was a very good hour of our customers sitting down with us and understanding this is how all of our components are integrated into your system. And I sent them a bunch of gap inspection gauges. Say, guys, just go here. Here's a fitting. Go around. Check these to make sure you've had contractors in and out. Let's make sure. And sure enough, you know, the guy said, hey, we went through and we found some places that could use some uh, tightening up, verifying that you know, they were pulled up all the way. And that right there was something that I really don't think I could have accomplished uh, had it been like just access to the site and saying, hey, guys, can we all can we all do this? They wouldn't have had time for it. And now, because things have slowed down, I was able to get all these people in the same room virtually and talk about all the products. The guys ask questions about heated regulators, ask questions about how to maintain things, all those. So, uh, you know, the virtual side of that is, is a big key for that. 
Yeah, absolutely. And and what you're talking about is, you know, more more or less it's a it's a presentation that we're that we're giving to people. And like all of our you know presentations that we give, we we try to stay informal and, and take as many questions as we can and, and answer them as we go. Um, another great thing that we're doing virtually are these you know, more engineering style meetings about specific applications because our, our customers will call us on a, on a regular basis. Like, Hey Logan, I, I have this and I'm trying to do this. You know, what, what can, what can you guys do to help us out? And in the past, you know, we, we go grab Trey or Brandon or Vitor and we'd go out to the site. Right. And we print out some literature, probably print out some pictures because you know, internet access may or may not be there. Um, and, and we'd sit down and talk about it, go out to the field. But but what we've been doing now is, you know, a lot of the engineers we're dealing with are working from home. They're they're not out at the site. And, and a lot of times we still can go out in the field and look at things, but sometimes we can't. So, I mean, I, I had one yesterday where a customer was looking for a, a grab sample panel. And they had some ideas and had seen our literature and they had taken some pictures or gotten somebody to take some pictures of what they had out in the field. But we got Trey and Brandon on the line. We were able to we were able to go through it and really just take turns sharing screens of, you know, the relevant information that we were talking about. And if, if I'm being honest, Buster, it the meeting went a lot better than they do in person a lot of time because you have a way for your engineers, you know, in our case, Trey and Brandon, to sit down and, and show you the things that are that are relevant to what you're looking for. And you know, in this case, we we came up with a solution, everybody agreed on it, and you know, we were able to get a get a quote out today on it. So it in in that case, it, it's it's something that we did differently than the way we were doing it before, but I, I think it was more efficient than the than the way that we did it the old way. So maybe some of these things are here to stay. I will say also last Friday. I had the same situation. I got on two teams calls with some uh, mechanical engineers. They were, they just got assigned a project and each one of them had a concept of what they wanted to do. We got on a call. We got the whiteboard out and was drawing on there, outlining items, cutting and pasting components in there. It was adaptable. And I tell you what, it was, it's kind of easier in that way. To have these meetings because everyone's available, everyone's getting more comfortable with the technology. Uh, before something, even training, you know, something that training before was it's something hands on. You have to do it in front of someone, and you know, we want to do it at their facility. Well, let's take a look at what just happened there. Now the people may not be able to be at the facility; they are working from home. Okay, well, how do we get the components in their hand? Let's mail it to them. Okay, how can we have everybody in a classroom? We have Teams, we have Zoom, we have WebEx, we have all the technology and tools available. So, uh, can can you know what's going on with our training? How about can you elaborate on that right now? Well, yeah, I mean, people people still need to be trained. There there's still people out in the plants performing the work, and it's. It's important work, <laughs> and you need to know what you're. You know, you need to know what you're doing. And we, we have a very robust training program, right? And and our thing is, we we have it structured, and it's very hands-on, and it's very step by step. Which, again, in the past, it's always been an in-person thing. We're gonna we're gonna sit you down. We're gonna show you how to do it. 
then you're going to do it. And then we're going to test you on it. Right. And, and we've, we found, we were a little apprehensive about it at first. Right. I mean, it's, how can we do training virtually? Is that even possible? But yes, it, it is. And we've done it and it's been, it's been very successful. So we, we've moved to, and again, just, just to emphasize, we're, we're still willing to go out to customer sites and do the trainings. Mm-hmm. And we've done that. Um, but, but in some cases, it's not always possible. Um, why not line up? Right. So, I mean, in some cases, you have some people working from home. And, I mean, you, you can do training now from your house. <laughs> we, can, we can ship you the tools. Um, you ship them back to us when we're done. And, and you've got a full training class there sitting at, you know, sitting at, your, at your house. Staring at, staring at the outside. And so it's, uh, it's, it's been a really good thing and we've gotten some good feedback from it. And, and it's not something that when 2020 rolled around was ever something that we would be able to do, nor is it something that our customers thought that they might ever need. Yeah. But sure enough, here we are. I was, I was at uh, my little boy's baseball practice last night and uh, we couldn't get the pitching machine to work. And one of the guys there, he works at one of the facilities. Like, man, if I had my my multi my voltage meter, I could check and everything. So I was just joking with him. I was like, "But man, you're an operator. Come on, you you don't know how to do that." He goes, "No, I had to take electrician. I had to take instrumentation." And I was like, "Well, who taught your instrumentation? And what did you what did you learn?" I was curious. And so him and I went back and forth, and I was telling him about what we were doing. And he said, "Well, look, uh, that's actually really great because we're we're." not finding people who are able to do that right now, but if y'all are, let's talk. So baseball practice turned into, you know, a training discussion. So, and, and that has, that's changing everybody's procedures. And we, we know that that old saying, this is why we always done it has been thrown out the window. We, we, we bring people in to train, be, train us because we can't have people leaving the facility. So that's our procedures. That standard operating procedure has gone out the window. So, yeah. which opens up everything to us. So yeah, it absolutely. Does. So we do have those tools at our disposal. Please uh, hit us up if that's something that, that sounds interesting to you. And we'll, you know, we're, we're here and we're, we're doing it. Yeah. So what else do we have going on right now? What, what are you finding from the discussions with your customers? I know we, we always kind of piggyback off each other and, and play tennis saying, you know, well, what are you hearing or what are your customers asking for? What, what's something that your customers are kind of, what's on their minds right now? Well, a lot of it's planning for the future, right? Because, you know, we talked about it on our last episode or one of them, I think the last one with, with uh, Chris Chittum, you know, projects are, are not being canceled. They're just being pushed back. Um, things are being put on hold, not, not, stopped so we we get a lot of our customers coming to us and again you know you might be might be half staffed out in the field so you you might have something that that works when you're when you're fully staffed and you can you can throw a lot of guys at a at a problem or, or an issue or something to just improve on but a lot of the things we're getting right now, Buster and correct me if I'm wrong, are just people looking for better solutions. Right. Right. So solutions that might require less maintenance or are more automated or the thing that we're getting a lot of now. And and it's been a push for several years, you know, in the industry, but even more so now is more standardization. That that would be one of the 
top three right there, the standardization. Uh, it, because you've you've got a guy. Let's let's take this. You and I are working a shift. We're working together. Hey man, you go take the east side of the plant. I'll take the west side of the plant. I'll run my PMs on this side. You run your PMs on that side. Well, now, hey, I'm out here this week. You're going to be out next week. I have to go out to your side and look at it. And guess what? Completely different. Way different. Uh, Potentially. Yeah. Set up in a different way. It is. It's usually the same thing, whether it's you're checking your seal support systems to make sure the temperatures are right on your lube oil systems or your grab sample panels are functioning. Uh, but the panels I'm used to may not be the panels that I see at your, at your side. Mm-hmm. And, and it's not necessarily something that you can't figure out, Buster, but it's something that takes you longer because it's a little bit different than, than what you're used to seeing. And I mean, time is probably our most precious resource, right? right. Especially when we're, when we might be short staffed out there. So, you know, that, that's kind of, that, that's the main thing that, that I've been seeing out there yeah. is, is push towards standardization. If we have an application on this side of the plant, let's make it look the same as an application on this side of the plant. And that way the guy that normally works over here, you work over here and, and it'll be a, a seamless transition. Right. And I know you're working on some things right now that, that have to do with that. And, and, and so am I. And one of the things that we've been working on for the last couple of weeks has been um, lube oil filter manifolds. And, and we'll, we'll probably have an episode that just covers exactly what these are, but I'm not going to get into the, the technical information really right here. But long story short is... Yeah, give us a behind the curtain. Yeah. You, have, you have some filters that your lube oil needs to go to before it gets to a gearbox, right? Yeah. And set up differently on, on every single gearbox. Um, so why, why not make the move to standardize those to where they're all the same? All the same filter housing, all the same setups, same, same type block valve, same type of bleed, same type of sample point. Heck, same type of stands that they're mounted on. So if you need to take them out and do maintenance, you can just do it. So and, go ahead. what that does is that standardizer, that standardizes your operating procedures. That is something that you can actually document and put in and have your safe checks go. It, does, it doesn't have to be a different one for each, each different panel or different uh, skid. Mm-hmm. No, you're, you're absolutely right. And in this case, it's, it's going to be a big thing for this particular facility. It's going to save them a lot of time. It's going to save them a lot of money. And not to mention what, what we've come up with putting our engineers' head together with their engineers' heads. This is it's something that... It, it works better by itself, you know, taking the, the ease of maintenance out of the, out of the entire equation. Now, so, now I'm going to pose this question to you with that. Also, do you have this standard uh, maintenance kit that goes along with this so that, you know, Hey, if you have to replace this, here's the part numbers for it. Here's a recommendation on when you should change those, the filters, all that you have that ready to go on them all too. Correct. So that's that's another thing that we're that we're working on them with is is the kitting of of the maintenance parts and we've talked about this in terms of construction projects before on here but not a whole lot in terms of you know general maintenance so you know Buster you you've got a guy out at one of your plants and and he wants to go work on 
you know, it could be, it could be anything. Just you said seal support systems earlier. So let's, let's talk about that again. So a guy needs to go replace some parts on seal support system or, or retube it. Well, what's he going to do? Traditionally, he's going to either come up with a parts list and have somebody order the parts that he needs. Again, takes time. Or he's going to go to the warehouse and he's going to look through the bins and, and hope he finds what he needs in the warehouse. But one of the things that we're working on with not just the Lubo systems we talked about, but, you know, a lot of other installation types is let's, let's, just, let's just kit it for you. Like this is generally what you need. So we're going to put all these parts in a box and, and we're going to bring that out and you're going to stock it in your warehouse. And when you know you're working on this type of thing, because you have it standardized, you know the exact parts you're going to need every single time. So I'm going to go grab this box. I'm going to take it out in the field and not have to worry about getting other people involved or replacing orders or finding parts in a bin that, that may or may not be there. I would even laser etch that, that maintenance kit on the panel itself for maintenance use kit. X, Y, Z. And that way, if someone's looking at it, oh, there it is. You know, that that's, I, I'm trying to think how I want to put this. But, you know, when we work with our customers, we come up with some pretty good things. Mm-hmm. Now, though, I'm finding when I'm working with my customers, they, they don't want good. They want great solutions. They want something that is not going to just be for the next couple of months they want to say like all right how do we play this out over the next couple of years because if this is going to be the case we need to have this ready to go simple safe repeatable standardized you know functional and and on the back end saving costs for them so yeah no you're you're exactly right and 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 that's it goes along with the stuff we've been saying in this episode and, and in other episodes, right? The, the more people that you, you get together that, that know what they're doing, generally the better solution you can come up with. And Buster, if you and I put our hands together, or heads, hands maybe too, but heads together to solve a problem, yeah. <laughs> we might very well be able to come up with, with a good solution. A good solution. Maybe, hopefully. If, if we get our engineers involved, we're going to come up with a lot better solution. Right. More than likely, a lot better solution. If we get us and our engineers and, and our customers involved to solve the same problem, there's a good chance that we're going to come up with, with the best solution or, or something very close to it to, uh, to get where, you know, where our customers need to go. And that's, that's what we're here for. And that's, that's what we're trying to do with all this new, great virtual technology. It is real nice because it, let's say you and I, your customer, I'm Swedge like guy. We're sitting here talking about something, and you know, well, do do can we get the engineer in on this? You can check and see. Uh, yeah, he's available. Hold on, and he's on the call in a minute. You know, mm-hmm. or uh, he's a little busy, but he'll be on in in five minutes. So we have all that just working to the advantage of not only ourselves but for our customers on that side. So, I mean, God, it's, it's, you almost like to see in a way like it's been disruptive, but it's been disruptive in a way that has hyper, uh, I'm trying to think how to say it, it's sped up innovation in a way, you know, like, hey, we, we got to innovate quickly. And that's one thing that we've, we've always focused on is how do we innovate? How do we get better? How do we do that? And it's, it's forced this to happen more rapidly. 
Yeah. Well, necessity is the mother of invention, right? Yeah. So you come up with stuff when you need to find a way to do things differently. And, you know, we, we need to find a way to, to help our customers out and our customers need to find a way to get people to, to help them out. So this yeah. is, this is where we are. And, you know, the, the longer that we're doing this and, and I, when I say doing this, I mean doing the work from home during a pandemic thing. The the more the more we're going to come up with new ways to to innovate, and the more our customers are going to come up with new ways to do things. And it's yeah. really a lot of it's exciting. I mean, it sounds crazy to say it's exciting because everybody wants to get back to normal, but a lot of good things, neat things, have come out of this, and and we're seeing it out of the other bases. I even like some of the things that we've tried and started doing. How at first, they maybe weren't, you know, okay, we're offering this, but it's not something that has catch, caught on. So, for example, one of the first things that we did with this was being able to book, book virtual uh, meetings. We all set that up. We told our customers. We shared it out. Got might have got one or two. Last week, I had three just out of the blue from people who I had emails on. They're like, hey, I wanted to talk to you, but I scheduled a meeting with you. Great. Yeah. It's something that's catching on now. We've been doing it for a long time. Kind of like these webcasts that we're doing and doing the podcast version of it. You know, this is our 15th episode. Mm -hmm. Number 15. It's our quinceanera. Uh, We got to have a party there. So, but now, you know, how long before that really, you start seeing other people doing a webcast on it? Not just the webinars on what they're doing, but just what we're doing here talking yeah. about. So, uh, I'd, I'd love when to. When we started this, when we started this Buster, I, I don't know about you, but at, at least in my head, I'm thinking, okay, we'll do this. We'll do this for a few months and then we'll be back to normal or a couple months or even a couple of weeks. And now, yeah. you know, six months later, here we are doing episode 15 and, and talking about other stuff that we've done because of right. you know, the situation. So, I guess the bottom line is, Buster, is that, you know, nobody really knows exactly what the future holds. Right. Um, we we can all probably agree that it's not going to be exactly the same as it was before. I think we all hope that it's at least more the same that it was before. But let's not stop the, the innovation. Let's not stop the, the yeah. doing things differently and, and more efficiently. Let's let's keep that going. And um you know, we're, we're here for it. It's been, it's been entertaining. Yes, it has. It has. Well, I think we're coming up at the end of the, the time here. Uh, we want to thank everybody for tuning in. We appreciate it. Uh, if you're listening on YouTube, give us a like, subscribe. Uh, we really appreciate that. If you're listening on one of the podcast platforms, either Apple or Google, Spotify and we just got accepted onto Pandora. So we're on Pandora now. We're we're everywhere. We're just gonna flood them all. We're everywhere. Uh, and go ahead. We're also on Facebook, Instagram, uh, LinkedIn. Guys, these conversations that we're having is actually coming about because of the work that we're doing with our customers and with our partners and how we're getting better. So if there is a topic that you know you're working on, you would like to see us cover. If you say, "Man, I'd really like to hear y'all cover uh, more grab sample panels," I'd love to hear y'all talk about more uh, 
Can you talk welding? That's something that's coming up. We actually had customers say, man, what can you get us some more information on uh, your, your pressure rating on your fittings and how we can get to higher pressures? So what are we going to do? What do we have on in a, in a week or so? Shane? Yes. Our next episode is going to be with, with Shane Condi and Shane's our guy on the, on the OEM group. And he's, he's become one of the go-tos for what we call FK fittings, which if you don't know what that is, just think medium pressure cone and thread fittings, but without having to actually do the, the coning and threading. So he's our, uh, he's our guy on those and he's going to be on here talking about those next week. So we're really excited about that episode as well. Everybody like subscribe, share. We appreciate it. And we will see y'all next week. Logan, I got to head back out in the field, man. All right, man. Have a good one.